ever asked you to do something that made you feel uncomfortable or made you feel like your emotions weren't valid? Or how about someone disregarding the importance of your time and schedule? Maybe a boss asks you for something last minute when they know you're about to leave for vacation. A partner tells you that how you feel about a negative behavior they displayed is overreacting or crazy. Or maybe a friend repeatedly asks to borrow money, even though they know you're on a budget. On today's episode, we're discussing the topic of personal Personal boundaries. boundaries. I'm your host, Camilla Celeste, and welcome back to the Mindfully Lifted podcast, your source for conversations, perspectives, and meditations on mind-body wellness, consciousness, overcoming adversity, and much more. Setting boundaries is a way of caring for myself doesn't make me mean, selfish, or uncaring just because I don't do things your way. I care about me too, said Christine Morgan. Also, you get what you tolerate, said by Henry Clout. Whether you're looking to check if you have good personal boundaries, or maybe this is something that you're aware you actively struggle with. For me personally, I've struggled with this for quite some time. Let's first discuss what even are personal boundaries. So, personal boundaries are limits we set with other people, which we decide what is acceptable and unacceptable behavior towards us. So the short version, they are our way of expressing to others that this is or is not okay to treat us in these certain ways. Knowing our boundaries comes from a healthy sense of self-worth and self-value, regardless of other people's feelings towards you. So setting healthy personal boundaries allows us to avoid feeling those negative emotions like resentment, anger, and burnout towards others or our careers, uh, etc. This is a topic uh, I've actually been putting off to discuss. Everyone's boundaries are going to be different and very tailored to each individual person. And two, simply because I just don't have all the answers on this topic, nor am I an expert on this. It's something that I actively still to this day struggle with from time to time. But from struggling with this my whole life, basically, I've grown to be able to spot situations where I can say, if I allow this, it would be crossing my boundaries. So today we're discussing four ways to set and uphold healthy personal boundaries. Uh, And I think this leads us into the first point of setting those boundaries is to actually identify Identify what what our boundaries boundaries are, are. like what our limits are. So the way we do this is by examining past experiences where maybe you felt discomfort, you felt angry, resentment, or frustration with someone, or even times when you just simply felt burnt out. I think that we need to take time to examine those situations and maybe even write them down, how the situation made you feel, and ultimately, what could you have done to avoid that situation altogether? So for example, I'll give you one of mine. In (laughs) a past relationship, my partner, who I lived with at the time, insisted on paying for our groceries. So at first, I was like, absolutely not. I uh, was very, um, I guess, concerned about it because I'm a very independent person and I just wanted to um, provide for myself. 
so after talking further with him, um, he pushed the topic a little bit more and I eventually caved and I was like, you know what? Fine. You want to pay for groceries, pay for groceries. It seemed harmless at first. And after I second guessed myself, I thought I was like, is this my ego getting in the way of letting someone do something nice for me? But when it came down to buying the actual groceries, I'd only get things I knew that my partner wanted or that my partner ate because I felt like I didn't have a say because I wasn't the one paying for them. Ultimately, this made me just super resentful. It led to a bunch of fights and just him holding the whole thing over me. And the whole situation could have just been avoided in the first place had I stood firm in my decision of originally declining the generous offer. I think finding out your boundaries also comes from really knowing yourself, like down to your very core, knowing your values, morals, what you're okay with, what you personally consider to be crossing the line without letting anybody else influence these to begin with. Which brings us to number two, be assertive. I think this word tends to have a negative connotation behind it. So people associate it like negatively, uh, but don't be afraid to speak up and say no, even if that means the other person who you are enforcing the boundary with, they might not like it. They might get upset, disappointed, or even angry, but that is on them how they choose to react. And it's not your responsibility for how your boundary made them feel. Stand firm, stand your ground. You feel how you feel, and your boundaries are your boundaries for a reason. And know that you're allowed to feel that way to begin with. I just really want to stress the point of not letting anyone tell you anything otherwise or to make you think that the boundary that you set isn't valid, because it is. And I think this word assertive a lot of the times we get caught up on inconveniencing people or disappointing people or, you know, hurting someone's feelings uh, when we enforce these boundaries. And I just want to make the point of like, you can be assertive without being mean or rude. The number one tip I guess I have is maybe to just pre-rehearse what you'd like to say before delivering that a boundary has been crossed. So you're less likely to respond in a heated way. And if you don't necessarily have time to do this first, I'd say just take a pause, a couple few deep breaths, and try to deliver the message as best you can in a calm yet firm manner so they know you're serious. Because I think a lot of us who have trouble with this to begin with, people might not take us seriously because they're like oh it's just so and so like they're nice they'll allow this you know like they'll be fine like they'll do it anyways it's it's them they're a nice person that's why it's so important to be assertive about them whenever you're stating that someone's crossed the line and I know it can be hard sometimes when emotions are high I have so been guilty of actually needing a day or two to think before figuring out how best to say things uh, and get my point across in a polite and respectful way, but also so that the person knows that that's not going to cut it. That's not going to fly with me. Number three is to practice Practice upholding your boundaries. So what I mean by this is all mastery of anything 
comes from practice, practice, practice. It could be as simple of a practice like in an everyday minor, minor situation. Say you're out to eat at a restaurant and the waiter gets your order wrong. Say you asked for potatoes instead of broccoli. Speak up. Politely voice what you originally asked for and practice not feeling like you're an inconvenience to that person for doing so. You wanted what you wanted and that's okay. Uh, another example, say you have a coworker who asks you repeatedly to, I don't know, pick up their boss's dry cleaners, something that's originally their responsibility. Politely decline, express that it's an inconvenience to you, and then practice not feeling guilty for it. One, it's not your responsibility. It's theirs. They need to figure it out. And I know that A lot of these things are easier said than done because when you're dealing with people who have either taken advantage of you or are used to crossing the line, crossing boundaries, seeing how much they can get away with, people tend to not like it when you stand up to them and just know that it's going to be okay no matter what happens because boundaries are a form of self-respect. Say it again. Boundaries Boundaries are a form form of self-respect. They are promises, contracts, our own word to ourselves. And if you break your word to yourself, you set yourself up to please another person at the expense of your own peace and self-respect. Not cool. That's not okay. And know that eventually this only leads to all those negative emotions we keep talking about. Feeling unsettled, feeling anxious resentment, anger, feeling burnt out. And I think a simple way to just avoid all of this is just to honor your word to yourself. Before I go into the fourth point, I want to take a five-second interruption and just humbly ask you to take a second to leave a quick review on iTunes for this podcast. Reviews really, really help the show out. They really help me out uh, and they help for the podcast to even get discovered in searches every time you rate and review it. Uh, And it genuinely lets other people know how much they'll enjoy listening to the show just as much as you do. And now back to the episode. Number four, voice Voice and enforce your boundaries. Once you've gotten crystal freaking clear on your own boundaries, it's time to voice them and enforce them. Make it super freaking clear what is not okay and what you will not tolerate, especially when it happens. I think a lot of the times we are caught off guard when certain situations happen and we're just like, oh, yeah, okay, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll do it because we immediately feel like whatever is being asked of us or whatever emotion is being forced upon us is suddenly our responsibility. And that's not always the case. So always voice when a boundary has been crossed. And then you get into, you know, we're talking about when people cross the boundaries that you have clearly voiced, right? So if the individual knows your boundaries, they've heard from you that that person has crossed your boundary and they continue to disregard, disrespect your boundaries that you set, you have to remove them or ignore them because they are now toxic to you, your emotional well-being, and your inner peace. Hashtag 2019, make your cutoff game strong AF, right? 
And also, I believe that once a person shows you who they really are, they show their true colors, you've got to believe it, accept it, and move forward for your own peace of mind and to uphold, you know, that self-respect. I barely touched on this topic. Um, I think these are four points that can definitely help us day to day in realizing our boundaries. That brings us to the Q&A segment of today. I asked you guys on my Instagram story yesterday what questions you had regarding this topic of personal boundaries. Uh, And I got two really good questions. So the first one actually comes from Chosen1285, aka Juan Adams, uh, the star guest on the previous episode that we just recorded. Uh, So side note, if you haven't listened to that episode, you are missing an incredible story. Definitely go listen to that after this one. Uh, But he asks... How much do you allow exes to have access to your life? So I really like this question because I think it's something that all of us have maybe either asked ourselves or thought about at some point in our lives. My personal opinion on this, honestly, it depends on the ex. It depends on their intentions, how the relationship ended, how communicating or not communicating with your ex makes your current partner feel, if there is a current partner. And does the ex display toxic behavior like we're talking about? I mean, I have exes who I'm cordial or neutral with. I have exes who I'm still friends with and exes who I don't wish to speak to or communicate with because I have recognized that all interaction with them results in the display of toxic behavior. None of my exes do I communicate with on a consistent basis, though. I find too much interaction with an ex to be disrespectful to a current partner. And sometimes it can simply be disrespectful to your ex's emotions. If you know they still have feelings for you, any interaction might be a sign of hope for them. And we all know attention is currency. Whenever you give individuals attention, easily attention can be misinterpreted for flirting or for um, other things, right? I think caution should always be taken anytime you're communicating with an ex and that where you stand with them should be clearly expressed. I think that uh, deciding how much access to your life you actually give them depends on the fact of knowing where you stand with them and how comfortable you are with them still being in your life. And that could be based on how things ended, if you have a current partner or not, um, all those things. And I think that when you're considering if the ex should still be in your life or have access to you, you should think about that based on what makes sense, what is logical versus thinking with emotion. And I know that's easier said than done because the heart is a complicated matter. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know if that's a definite concrete answer, but just some things to think about whenever you are asking yourself that question. So that brings us to question number two, comes from man loves underscore motivation. And they ask, is there ever a time when you compromise boundaries to support someone in need? This is a question I also found pretty interesting because I think that that's the whole point of boundaries to begin with, right? Setting them and enforcing them. I think you should definitely weigh the situation and ask, is the juice worth the squeeze? Is compromising my boundaries for said person in need 
worth dishonoring myself? Is it worth breaking my word to myself? Is it going to be worth all the negative emotions that I'm eventually going to feel? Just like you care about this person in need, you also need to care about you. And this particular question actually reminds me of a quote by uh, Brain Brown, which says, Daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves, even when we risk disappointing others. And I think that's really powerful. Even when we risk disappointing others, right? Because our feelings, our emotions, our space, our time, all of it is important. All of it is valid, right? So don't ever write that out when you're thinking about helping somebody. Sure, yes, you want to help them. Do you have the mental capacity to help them? Do you have the time to help them? Do you have the resources? Is it going to cause you emotional stress? Just something to think about um, if ever you are faced with this question. And I know I don't ever really answer, um, like have concrete answers to these questions. I just kind of want to bring up some thoughts to where, you know, you might think about some things on your own whenever you're kind of faced with these situations. But I think that about wraps up episode three on personal boundaries. I'm really excited that you guys joined me today and I hope that you found this episode was insightful helpful and maybe even a little thought provoking maybe you know you're starting to question some things about do you have healthy boundaries have you been upholding your healthy boundaries uh or just what you could do to strengthen those boundaries that you set for yourself so if you guys liked what you heard be sure to subscribe on itunes and spotify where you can find us uh and then give us a share and a shout out on your favorite social media platform tag us at mindfully lifted project on instagram the mindfully lifted project on facebook and if you'd like to hear a certain topic discussed in a future episode send us a dm or shoot me an email at mindfully lifted project at gmail.com thank you guys so much for tuning in y'all are a great audience um i love that you guys actually are interactive and you ask me questions and you send me topics that you want to hear about i love all the feedback Yeah, so I'm your host, Camilla Celeste, signing off. I'll catch you guys in episode four. Bye.